Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The radio home of the Buffalo Sabres. Live from KeyBank Center. This is the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Visit your local Upstate Honda Dealers today. Here's your host, Brian Cozio. Oh, oh. two. Dylan Cousins with another shorthanded goal. Two shorties in one game for Dylan Cousins as that took a bounce in behind Logan Thompson, who still can't believe that puck went in. It's 7 to 2. That was the seventh of seven for Buffalo tonight. The offense clicking. Dan and Rob on the call. And for Dylan Cousins, his second shorthanded goal of the game. It's our NOCO play of the game, brought to you by NOCO, the official natural gas and electric supplier to the Buffalo Sabres. We welcome you back here to KeyBank Center up in the press box. Brian Colziel, Pat Malakar with you on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame. Well, Buffalo led 1-0 after 1, but then the offense really poured it on. Two in the third, I'm sorry, two in the second and four in the third. Pat, seven goals. We know the home struggles to score this year have been real, not tonight. And three of those goals come on special teams. I know the Sabres win the special teams battle with two shorthanded goals. You heard one of them there from Dylan Cousins. You get the power play goal from Casey Middlestad. Both of those help really salt the game away for the Sabres tonight. And I think this is one of the more complete games, especially on home ice we've seen the Sabres play this year. They Vegas came to play tonight, especially early, and uh, they scored a couple of goals in that second, but the Sabres never never backed down. I think that's one thing in this game tonight. This is the Sabres, and they're in the goat-head uniforms. They're in the red and black. That's what we saw from this team last year in those uniforms, which was lacking so many times, and what made the fan base, which is what we heard tonight, really get excited about this team. Yeah, the Sabres started just like out of a cannon there. They got the goal right away from Skinner less than two minutes in. Vegas, though, started to take over control of play early second or early first into the second Dylan's Cousins gets his first of those two shorthanders to make it two nothing but then Vegas bang bang it's two two and I think that really at that moment was like the reset button for the Sabres like okay this is our night we're not going to all of a sudden let this slip away here instantly and a lot of times this year it would go the other way it'd become a three two four two deficit but you're right 
I think the, the, the leader stu- stepped up. Gergensen's in a Poso score. It's Gergensen's later in the second. And then Kyle Poso, less than three minutes into the third period, early goals for the Sabres was a story of you know why they were able to kind of pick themselves off the mat a couple of times in this game. 7-2 to two the final here as we welcome you into the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame. We'll be heading downstairs to the Sabres dressing room at any moment. Paul Hamilton is awaiting to head in there uh, as Buffalo picks up the first of two here wins of this weekend that they're hoping for. Winnipeg tomorrow, two of the best in the West. We know Vegas was out two of their best offensive players. No Stone, no Eichel. Uh, but still, they've been playing good hockey. They still have a lot of talent. But Buffalo tonight, I think even if Jack Eichel was in the lineup, uh, this was their night with the way they finished strong there in the third. Yeah, and, and it's a lot of the defense has been the reason why Vegas has been so good. But the Sabres found a way around it. And, look, they got traffic in front of the net, too. How many times Peyton Krebs was in front of the net for, for one or two of those goals? Again, things that were lacking for the Sabres when they failed to score would get 30, 40 shots and end up being shut out or only score once and lose 2-1. They got traffic in front. They had second-chance opportunities. Kyle Oposo just simply is going to the net. Jeff Skinner's shot uh, is kicked out by Thompson right to Oposo. You, you create your own luck sometimes. That was a lucky bounce. But you have to be in the right spot in order to create that luck. And I think that's exactly what Kyle Oposo was able to do. Yeah, I, I like your comment there. I mean, Oposo was in front of the net quite a bit tonight. Skinner was a couple times. Um, Cousins' plays are both real hustle plays. Uh, the first shorthanded goal at center ice, then that last one there, he's going with two Golden Knights right to the goal line, and because he gets there first, he decides to throw it near Thompson, and that can happen. Speaking of Dylan Cousins, two shorthanded goals, he's live with Paul. Thanks, Brian. Two shorthanded goals, Dylan. Uh, talk about how they came about for you. Uh, I mean, on that first one, I think we had some good pressure there, and I just saw the D-man bobble it, and I, I thought I could win the race, and uh, I just tried to to get ahead of him, and I just made a move and shot it, and then I didn't even know it went in until I saw the crowd uh, start cheering. I was just focused on not going on the boards head first. Um, and then the second one, just tried to put the puck on net, and uh, missing that bounced to me, and I just put it there again, and it, uh, it squeaked in. So uh, lucky on that one for sure. But it has to be nice to see some luck go your way. I mean, he, luck certainly hasn't gone your way in some of the games, and that has to be nice to see a couple go in and see some luck go your way. For sure. Uh, I mean, it's definitely uh, been a struggle for me a bit this year in the goal-scoring department. Uh, I just feel like a couldn't get any bounces um so uh, to get a few today it, it feels good and uh you know hopefully it can be the start of, of me uh getting the score and touchback again you guys slipped up a little when they got the two goals but i thought right after that second goal you guys took the game over and never lost it i mean it seemed like from that point forward you guys hit the gas and never let up uh, what was going right for you once it became 2-2 yeah um you know we we blew that lead quick and uh we we knew that we didn't want to. We wanted to get that back, and um, you know, we we had a few good shifts there um, of just pressure and and keeping them hemmed in, and you know, the crowd got into it and, and gave us that boost, and we just kept it rolling from there, and uh, you know, we we did what we had to do. It seems like this has kind of developed into a little rivalry between these two teams. Just to talk about the energy that it's like going up against Vegas and beating them by such heavy scores so far this year. Yeah, um, obviously with the with the trade and everything. Uh, it's a game that a lot of people get up for, so um, you know it's it's uh, we love to see the the crowd get behind these games and uh, you know get into it for us and uh, you know it, it helps us a lot. So um, you know it's it a big game game for us. 
Skinner start the scoring off, hitting another 20-goal season for him. What is it like seeing him find his stride while you've also gotten into your own? Yeah, it's, it's huge. Uh, we all... We all love seeing Skinny score a lot. He gets so fired up, and it fires all of us up. So, um, you know, and he's he's scoring. He can score from anywhere, and it's it's fun to watch. So, um, that's a that's a big big for us when he's going. Thanks, Dylan. Dylan Cousins on the post game. Brian, we have uh, Kyle Oposo here. Let me stick a mic in here. You know, sometimes you forget that you still got to go out and play the games, and I think that we're just going out and playing the games and. and believing in what we're doing and, and trying to stick to a game plan and win and um, you know we're, we're scoring goals different ways which has been really nice to see Thank you, Kyle. Yeah. Kyle can I just ask you one more you guys were playing well they got the two and maybe you guys didn't play well for three minutes but you got it right back and from that point forward like you guys hit the gas and never let up uh, what, what were the things that went well that uh, you know allowed you guys to do that I think we were playing well the entire game and, you know, just a couple couple of goals you give up and, you know, those guys want to win too and they got some good players on the other side and they're going to they're gonna make some plays, which they did, uh, a couple of backdoor goals. and um, But we knew that we were playing well and that we, all we had to do was get back to our game and, and we did a really good job of, of not panicking and not trying to make an extra pass or make an extra play. We just we just kind of got the puck in and, and created shots in the offensive zone and worked from there. Thanks for staying for that one. Kyle Oposo. And Zemgus Gergensen is standing here. Your name's been mentioned. What's it like to get a goal, you know, in this week, knowing there's some uncertainty in the future? Like a, a goal, my goal? Yeah, or your goal. I yes. mean, no different. I mean, we're just playing a game by game. I don't think it really affects anything. Is it nice, though, to hear cheers? I mean, just the way this this game ended, 7 to 2. Just the way yeah, no, the crowd was great. Uh, it was a good game by us. Uh, we had them most of the time. Uh, we played a good hockey. And it, was a, it was a fun game. How are you handling this? I mean, you've been a Buffalo Sabre your whole NHL career. Do you want to stay or would you like to? You've never played in the playoffs before. Would you like to go to a playoff team? Uh, you know, I've had the discussions with Kevin, and I mean, that's between us. But uh, I've been in this situation uh, plenty of times, so it's nothing new to me. Uh, uh, don't really get too stressed out anymore. Back to this game, uh, your goal meant a lot because they scored twice quickly, but you guys hit the hit the gas, but you didn't score until you got that goal. It was a huge goal for you guys. How did you guys get back into the game after they tied it? Not just playing the right way. Uh, I think we had some uh, great ozone uh, momentum there, uh, getting pucks on the net, recovering, and it just kept kind of building. There's a bunch of good shifts by, I think, every line in the row, and uh, eventually it starts going in. How much did you guys just believe in the game you were playing? I mean, a few weeks ago, maybe those two goals you know, get you guys to sag, but you started playing again like you did in the first period. It just seemed like you went right back to your game. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's hockey. Sometimes it can go either way, uh, but definitely today uh, we did a good job by uh, sticking to the game and kind of never taking the uh, uh, off the gas. You knew they were a heavy team, obviously, because you guys went and battled with them, and you knew you were going to have to battle that whole game against a team like that, didn't you, the way they play? Yeah, I mean, they're a heavy physical game. Um, um, I think we did a good job of a lot of time just drawing them and uh, taking their hits to uh, make plays. Is it, is it uh, not frustrating, but just strange the way the season is where you guys you know, are getting pretty hot here and you're still you know, out of it quite a bit, but... There were a lot of points dropped earlier in the season, but you guys haven't quit on this season. Yeah, no, the, there's definitely no quit. Um, I mean, no one's talked about uh, us being out of it, you know. Um, 
but yeah, it's it's definitely been odd uh, with uh, no winning streaks and uh, ups and downs. It's uh, it's been a little frustrating. How much do you guys carry the confidence from UPL when he makes some saves? There were not a lot of shots against him, but there were more big saves tonight at times you needed, and that you were able to parlay that. No, I mean he's been huge uh, since since January. He's uh, he's been the main guy here in the room, and uh, uh, when he's playing well, uh, he gives a crazy confidence to the guys up front. So I guess Gergensen's and I'm going to break off here because Jeff Skinner came out for us. Well, Jeff, your goal was your 20th, uh, your 10th season of getting 20. Do you look at milestones like that or do you shoot for milestones, whether it's 20 or 30 or whatever it is? Uh, no, I mean, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I didn't know it was 10. So um, just try and score. I'll try and score again next game. Hopefully get 21. So. But do you, does it show consistency in your uh, game throughout your career? I don't know. I mean, I think that's that's just that's part of my job is to produce offensively. And, um, yeah, I mean, you take pride in, 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 in consistently doing it. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's part of my job. What got you guys going? I mean, your your goal there, there's a lot of work by Casey. He doesn't get an assist because you wound up stealing the puck, but he's the one that actually shook it with, with his hard work. Uh, does that just kind of – lift the team with the type of goal that is yeah i think i mean i thought originally they gave him one i think he should get one because i don't know that they made really a, a play it just kind of pinballed around so he yeah I, I mean like you said he 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 did a great job hunting the puck and and disrupting it and then um i just kind of turned and fired it to the net and i think maybe caught him by surprise there's a little bit of traffic and and yes yeah, it's, it's nice to get one there this has developed into a little bit of a rivalry between these two teams. Can you describe the energy? Obviously, you're excited to score first, but then to have the crowd surge like that too. What is it like maybe compared to other games? Yeah, it's nice. Always always nice when the crowd gets into it like that. I think I think we've seen that over the course of the season. They, um, they've gotten into, into some games. There's been some high emotions in some games. And, um, yeah, it was really great, great atmosphere tonight. A week, a month ago maybe or so, you were talking about maybe confidence or maybe this or maybe that and after those two losses coming out of the break now that you guys are hitting your stride do you worry that it's too late and why did it take so long maybe to get here uh no i'm, I'm not worried that it's too late we've got what are you going to do worry about worry about the past so for us we we keep moving forward we got another game tonight quick turnaround and um we try and keep the good things in our game going and um and keep uh, keep uh, keep her going. For about two and a half minutes, they scored the two goals, and you guys had missed coverages on both of them. But you got your game back almost immediately after that, and pretty much dominated from that point forward. What did you guys do to get your game back and, and to play the way you did once they made it two-two? Um, I mean, I, I think just get back to to, to playing the way way we wanted to. I think even in the first, they had some some looks. UPL made some some great saves early on. I mean. I think one of those two goals was a power play goal. Um, that's going to happen. Um, then they got one quick, quickly after, and then we just settled back in. I'm not, I'm not sure what what line was out next, but I think you, you just when that happens, you look to get a, a positive shift somehow. It doesn't have to be a goal. Just back in their end, I think we we sort of settle back in and, and then sort of go from there. And I think we did a good job of that. And then we started rolling through the lineup, and I think in the second we we had some spurts there where we 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 really sort of Playing the zone for quite a while. A lot of times you got to make your own breaks, but you hadn't been getting a lot. Dylan Cousins gets the goal, and then he gets a break on the second goal. Something as he was talking about that he hasn't gotten a lot of this year. Uh, 
now that you're playing better, are you noticing that maybe you're creating some more breaks uh, to, for your team, maybe earning them? Uh, me, me personally? No, for the team, oh. the team itself. You're, you're maybe yeah. there. Maybe you guys are creating some breaks and earning your breaks. Yeah, I think so. I mean, um, yeah, I think. I mean, I can't remember all the goals, but I'm sure they weren't all. Like, I mean. I think we may have just lost that last answer from Jeff Skinner from down in the locker room there with Paul, but uh, quite a few players there just speaking with Paul Hamilton. We heard from Dylan Cousins, Kyle Oposo, Zemgus Gergensen, and Jeff Skinner. All right, let's go back to Skinner. Yeah, so, 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 so those kinds of plays, I think um, some days you'll get them, some nights they'll bounce the other way, and, and you just have to keep working, and, and tonight we got some breaks, and, and it went in for us. Thanks, Jeff. Jeff Skinner on the post game. Brian, back to you. Thank you very much, Paul. Great job down in the locker room. Our Blue and Gold Locker Reports brought to you by Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center. Early detection of cancer is our goal. Get in the game at roswellpark.org slash WGR. We bring it back up here to the press box on the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. 7-2, to two, Sabres beat Vegas. But I, I do, to kind of finish what Paul was asking there, the Sabres are starting to get some of those bounces. Even the Cousins goal at the end because they're hustling they're in front of the net they're throwing pucks more at the net these are the cliche things that we've been saying all season the sabers haven't been doing a good enough job at the last month or so it's it's almost now starting to becoming routine for them and i think you know that the question kind of, kind of evolves into a why why wasn't the team able to do this before now before recently right and you know maybe you do put together a three four game winning streak earlier in the year and to go back to our conversation pregame tonight when you're trying to stack points to this point of the year Maybe you're in the upper 60s or, or right around 70 because you found a way, because you were wor- working hard to get a game to overtime, maybe win a game you weren't supposed to, and all of a sudden you're in the conversation. Yeah. The uh, the hole that was October, November, December, it's still a big hole. They're, they're digging out, but there's a lot of dirt still to throw out of the way before they can get back up uh, to the surface for sure. 72 the final. All right, we will at this time. Say goodnight to all of our local affiliate stations. If you want to keep listening to the postgame, go to WGR550.com, or you can also listen in on the Odyssey app. And for all of you on WGR or driving home from KeyBank Center, thanks for listening. More postgame coming up, including Don Granado's live postgame comments. That's coming up next year. Vegas going down tonight at the hands of the Sabres. Buffalo wins it 7-2. Brian Colziel here, Pat Mullicaro, Paul Hamilton, all in the postgame. We'll be back with more from KeyBank Center right after this. On the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Cozy'll back here at KeyBank Center. Don Granado's made his way to the podium. Let's take you there live for his post-game comments. You, please. So we'll start with that. Um, and lots of good efforts. Uh, I thought that, you know, we went up by two and then a momentum swing. We were all of a sudden we're tied by, you know, tied 2-2 and, uh, felt we responded very well to that um, and, and were consistent the rest of the way. So good effort and a real good win. You've talked a lot in recent weeks about the psyche of your team. Is that an example of it? In previous months, maybe that game goes south, lets 2-2, two, two, and you guys just played after the two goals the same way they played at the start of the game. De- uh, definitely. It, you know, it, it is, it's, uh, as you mentioned, it's, we've, I've spoken of it, Many times our psyche's in a much better place the last uh, month or so, and, and it, and it um, you know, you give up, you have a two-goal lead, you, you, everybody says you blow it because uh, it's now 2-2 or it was 2-2, and um, that can, that can, that challenges your psyche right there, especially, you know, a very capable team that you're, you're playing against, and we had to get the momentum back, and I thought all four lines did it. I thought all six defensemen did it. We did a nice job, and we didn't score right away. Uh, it took a while for Zemgis to score, but what a nice goal that was. And, um, yes, I like that response. When you have the amount of pace you have in that game, how much of it is just this team is just playing with confidence it didn't really seem to have in November and December, and it creates more pace that way? Yeah, that, that pace is, is definitely for us confidence. When we're, when we're tight, we don't have that. Um, and and we're, you're usually tight when you're not confident or don't have that, that you know, that, that you know, free confidence. So... We wanted to play with pace, and uh, I thought we've been doing that better uh, recently, and I thought it was, uh, again, all four lines tonight. I thought our defensemen moved pucks up quick when they had a chance. I mean, there were plenty that we would like to be better at. Um, but, but yeah, that, that's, a, that's a pace that we like. And the goals, I mean, you, you spoke somewhat recently about the PK was starting to generate chances, and we saw that last year. What's maybe changed on the PK recently that, that you guys have been able to create more chances and you know, Dylan scores tonight early? And so yeah, Dil- Dylan specifically has changed in the PK. I mean, he, he, is, he is evolving into a um, just better and better every day in the penalty kill, more comfortable uh, situations that, that repeat. He's recognizing faster and, and uh, picking up on them, and when you do that, you can jump them quicker. You can close out quicker. Uh, so, so lots of little nuances are becoming, um, you know, experience for him, and uh, 
and you know, so it's not as stressful. It's not as stressful a situation as it may have been a couple months ago for Dylan. Um, and now he can he can jump to some offensive opportunities that sit there. So um, had a lot of presence to score on that second goal and even the first goal. Um, and st- you know, and, and maybe a couple months ago he's just a little little tighter, and um, uh, now he's not. He's much less. But for him, playing well doesn't seem to be good enough. He expects to produce. Does a game like this maybe get him going a little bit where he can gets a couple of goals like that? And that first one is a really hard-working goal because his game, he's played pretty well, but he hasn't been able to produce lately. I know that bugs him. Yeah, he, he's he's produced in the sense of he's been very effective for us. I know he still has points, and uh, he had a power play goal, did he not, a couple games ago, a beautiful goal. Um, so, you know, he's steadily producing more, I guess. Um and his confidence has been high, but there's no question when you score and you score multiple times in a game, you're, it's going to be a boost. It, there's no better feeling for guys that uh, uh, in a game than scoring goals and and, um, and winning hockey games. And you know he he prides himself on both of those. So this has developed into a chippy little rivalry between the two, and obviously trade or individual <clears throat> players notwithstanding. Um, have you noticed that motivate the guys at all? Because sometimes that could be too much pressure. Yeah, I, I think the guys are motivated for they're 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 motivated for the next game, and, and they're they're feeling better about their game, their team game, their their individual game, and they're you know they're showing more more excitement about the next game. So, you know, um, yeah, there's some crossover. You know, you had you had Tuck and and, and uh, Krebs come from that organization. That's gonna that's gonna be a a, a boost and. Uh, there's no question about that, but uh, and then obviously you know there's every team has its own reputation in this league, and um, you know so it's you, you get excited to play against each team for for different reasons. How's Clifton doing? Uh, he he looks good. I mean he doesn't look good, but but uh, but he looks good. So yeah, he he should be fine for tomorrow. I would expect no different. He's on power since he came back from injury. Uh, I think the, the time away and to take a breath has is significantly impacted him in a very positive way. He he's playing with more calm, has more presence, um, and he has looked uh, very very good and consistently good since his return. I think he's elevated. I don't think he was bad before you know the injury, but he has absolutely elevated his game since coming back. Tom, what's it do for the group when Zemgus is, is making an impact on the forecheck? Just playing his game generally it does a lot that's a big part of the game to you know it helps you wear on the other team and you know when Zemgis is is going it he puts a lot of pressure on opposing defensemen going back retrieving pucks and you know we get extra zone time and they've got to go 200 feet to you know uh to come through five guys and so you know the importance is puck placements and and then pressure on the puck and those are two things he does really well when he's he, he he'll chip the puck in himself but it's at a perfect spot where he can then pressure it so he, he has lots of experience at that and very effective and uh, it's a big part of the game of hockey thank you guys okay there he is Don Granado Sabres win at 7-2 his post game comments on our upstate Honda dealers post game shows we bring it back up here to the press box uh, one injury note there uh, Clifton got hit in the face uh I think that was in the third and uh, he said he looks okay should be fine for tomorrow after uh, getting hit in the face there so that's good news there uh, no real injury uh, to report there on Clifton or it seemed as though the Sabres didn't have any 
uh, in this game. So that's good news there. Uh, the injury report brought to you by Losi and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. 7-2, Buffalo beating Vegas. Brian Colziel with Pat Malacaro. We'll talk to Paul Hamilton in a few moments here. If you're in your car listening to the postgame, we appreciate you joining us here tonight along the Sabres radio network and our flagship station, WGR. Your drive home from the game is brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet with you for the extra mile. Yeah, Gergensen's we know can be quite effective when he's on the forecheck, putting on the pressure. Um, that play with Robinson. Robinson's doing that exact same thing that I just described Gergensen's doing. Read the play, used his speed to get there, and then ultimately set up Gergensen. So, that, I mean, that was a nice play, and that's what those type of players need to do to be effective. On nights where you're scoring seven goals, usually you're going to need some of that secondary scoring to contribute, and that's exactly what it was in, in a night like tonight where you, you have those those two combining for a goal, Kyle Oposo getting in on the score sheet uh, with another goal as well. And you just look up and down at, at who, who were credited with assists. You know, Dylan Cousins talked about it where Casey Middlestad doesn't get an assist on the first goal of the game. Or Jeff Skinner talked about that. Yeah. Um, and really he should because he helps create the opportunity um, for the Sabres. So, you know, there's there's another regular that's been in on the scoring and has a couple of points tonight. So when you're getting contributions, no surprise, from all the lines, which the way the Sabres did tonight, you're going you're gonna to be successful. That's, that's the recipe that we saw last year that, that made them so effective. Let's get to our final stats now, brought to you by Level Financial Advisors, helping you retire better. Visit levelfa.com. Shots end up 35-24 in favor of Buffalo. The Sabres outshot the Knights 13-7 in the third. So I'll lead you to this question, Pat. Quieter third for Lukanen. Only faced 24 shots. Don Granato said going into tonight, the workload could factor into this decision tomorrow of whether to go to Comrie against his old team, if that matters, or ride Lukanen, who's been red hot, Playing a lot of games in a row here. Does he go back-to-back? I, I go to Uka Pekalukinen and ask him how he feels. No, you know, uh, Yes, you like Eric Comer to maybe play against his former team, but all that stuff goes out the window. You're trying to collect points. And the so, Winnipeg thing is meaningless in this decision. Right. It happens to be Winnipeg. But, right. You know. So, to me, I, I go to Uka Pekalukinen and say, look, you faced 24 shots tonight. It was a relatively routine third period i mean i don't remember really a a a huge quality chance for vegas it was not that you just kind of glide over to the third period but he he didn't face a lot of difficult shots so i I would go to him and and see how he feels and if he if lukanen tells me it's don granado yeah i I feel good i don't feel like i really you know got taxed too much tonight i go back to him yeah i agree it, unless Lukanen tells you physically, I, I need the rest, I need the blow, I, I, I would go with him too. He's, he's playing too good. The alternative of maybe pushing him and maybe him having a little little bit off versus, you know, if Comrie plays and plays poorly, you'll be sitting there saying, what am I doing? This guy's playing as good as any goal in the NHL, and I sat him, like, you know, when every point matters so much. All right, 7-2 to the final here on the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame. Down to the media room, Paul Hamilton joining us now. Uh, Paul, we'll get to that discussion on Lucan in a second, but uh, let's start with the seven-goal outburst. Uh, the offense getting it done tonight, including three of the seven coming on special teams. Yeah, you hope maybe if you're a Sabre fan that gets Dylan Cousins going because it's Dylan's. I think, has been playing well, but 
you know, it had the puck for the most part. He's been getting a few more goals lately, but he hasn't had a lot of luck scoring goals, and that bugs him. He he feels if they're going to pay him like that, he is responsible for scoring goals. And just a game like that where he gets two shorthanded goals, and look at the work he put in on that first one where he just won't be denied and steals the puck. And it, he's even with the defenseman when he gets it, but then he just takes off and just you know shows the type of speed that he has. And um, you know he steals it, goes in, just great work, scores the goal, and that at the time – you know, makes it two to one or two to nothing rather. I'm sorry. And then unfortunately Vegas scores on the power play and then they score another goal in two forty two later, both times they lose coverage, but uh, you know, Buffalo, including cousins just takes the game over from that point on. They slipped for like three minutes again. Had that happened earlier in the year, it probably would have wound up five to two Vegas because they would have wilted. But it's like, all right, this is unacceptable. Let's go. And they did. And then Cousins, before the night's over, gets another shorthanded goal. Gets, gets bounces. Kind of, for you know, we, we talked about how it seems like the Sabres never get a bounce. We've been talking about it all year. And I keep saying, well, you know what? You make your own breaks. You make, you know, teams that get good teams get breaks. Why? Because they're in the proper places to get those breaks. Notice all of a sudden, since the Sabres in 2024 are just around 600, they were 591 coming in. I don't know if this victory gets them up to 600. It might. Um, and that's in 23 games. That's a quarter of the season, over a quarter of the season. You notice when they play better, all of a sudden they get some breaks. Oposo puts it in off the goaltender. Cousins gets another short-handed goal, puts it in from down low across the goal line and then banks it in off the goaltender. And, you know, breaks start going your way. I noticed, too, other breaks they just missed on, but they were there. And that that was the thing that I took away. It's like, there they are. They're right there, almost, you know, had the puck come the right way. They had a guy in the right place to take advantage of it. Whereas before, there wasn't a saber to be found in those types of plays. And there were a lot of them tonight where I said to myself, yeah, look at them. They got two guys right there. And you're not going to score every time when that happens. But if you're there and ready to go on the power goal, Krebs is coming through. I didn't think he tipped it because he didn't act like he did. But it came close to tipping it and just probably as a distraction for the goaltenders, he's coming through. You know, just having the guys where they're supposed to be makes a huge difference. Paul Hamilton with us here on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame, 7-2 Buffalo. Paul, you always said, you know, for the Sabres to be great long-term, you need Thompson and you need Darlene, their best two players, to be great. Well, who would have thought they would have scored seven? I'm not meaning to disagree with you there, by the way. <laughs> who would have <laughs> thought they would have scored seven with Darlene and Thompson not even on the score sheet in terms of goals or assists here? So that shows... It was really contributions from many and many others tonight than maybe just the, the normal two top two big guns. Well, Tuck was flying tonight, and I thought Thompson, too. Even though they weren't on the scoreboard, I thought both had good games, and that's what they need. And I think lately we have seen Darlene play the way he needs to, you know, be a dominant player, you know, be elite type of a, type of a player. And I... You know, he had said, well, you know, when you're playing 30 minutes, sometimes you don't get 
the the offense that you want to get. But he's kind of incorporated a little offense recently, I thought, uh, into his game. Uh, in, in addition to the minutes, he was joking, I believe it was in Tampa, where he gets the game-winning goal in overtime. What did he play, like 20 and cha- 27 and change in that 27, game? 27-55, yeah. Yeah, so he almost he played one and a half to two minutes less, but he joked, he goes, well, see, I played less and I could get some offense. <laughs> and, you know, he kind of laughed afterwards. And, uh, you know, but you're right. That's what they have to do. And even though neither one got on the scoreboard, I think they both were contributing into this game. I really, once it got past 2-2, honestly, I can't tell you a saber that I was not impressed with. Uh, you know, I've li- I have kind of liked them all. And, you're, you know, I know I've mentioned this before. I mentioned when he was 6-0, and Jake and, Jacob Bryson's played 15 games, and they're 12-3 and when he's in the lineup. And I'm not saying it's because of him, but what I am saying is he's much better this year than he was last year. Last he's, year he struggled. And I've liked his game. Most games he's played in this year, I've liked him. I, I think he's back to maybe where he was a couple of years ago at the end of the season. And, uh, you know, he had to wait his turn. There's no question about it. He played like three games in the beginning of the year and didn't play and didn't play. And then he was waived. And then he wound up in Rochester. And then he came back and has played, I think, almost every game since. And I, I've liked his game. I, I you know, He's not going to hit. That's the problem with a lot of fans here. If, if guys don't hit, they're awful. Like power, for some ungodly reason, people think that the Sabres drafted power to hit. He's not a hitter, never is going to be going to be one. He, he, but, you know, he was drafted for other things. And, and Granado was talking about, you know, since he came back from injury, and I agree, and even before that, but since, you know, he's full of confidence, he's getting into the offense, which he hadn't done before. For the most part, his defense has been okay. He was, again, on one of those Vegas goals. He had no idea where the player was with him. That That, that is probably his biggest weakness that I see is awareness. Uh, you know, when he's around the net, sometimes guys get behind him or around him and he doesn't see him. And, that can, he can improve on that, and I think he will. I'm, I'm not extremely worried about it, but it does cost them goals, and I think that's the biggest thing that he maybe needs to improve on. But the way that he gets the puck out of the zone, the pass is on the stick, it's quick. You know, kill a play, turn and go, and get going. And I, I've really liked the way he's done that, and I think sometimes he takes more heat than he deserves. Paul, let's uh, address the Lukanen scenario for tomorrow. 24 shots, kind of a quiet third period. Would you play him tomorrow? No question. Absolutely, 100%, no question. Um, it's both home, both are home games. You're, there's no travel. You know, he. I don't think he was extremely busy. He, you know, in that four-minute spurt, he was busy. I mean, the, the nights were all over him for a bit. But I don't think he was too busy. Um, to to be able to play in a back-to-back situation. And as Don Granado said on the pregame show, goaltenders used to do it all the time. Not many do anymore. And it would be the first time this year he would get the opportunity to do it, and I'll guarantee you he would welcome that opportunity to show that he can do that. He would look at it as a challenge. i got to show these these coaches that they can count on me if they go back-to-back. Now, with that being said, I don't think you can do it both times this week. In the middle of the week, you have a Toronto game, and then the next night you have a Nashville game. Both are on the road. 
I'm doing an, oh, an estimate here. By the time you get to Nashville and you go through customs and you get to the hotel, he's probably not going to get to bed until 2, 2.30 in the morning. And I just don't think you can do it to him there, even if he has an easy game in Toronto. So I think that's the game where Comrie has to play in. But I absolutely would go back-to-back with him tomorrow. All right. I agree. Paul, thank you very much here. Great job tonight. And we'll be right back here tomorrow at 6 o'clock for the pregame with Buffalo and Winnipeg. Looking forward to it. All right. Paul Hamilton there here on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show, 7-2. to two. Buffalo getting it done here. Let's get you your three stars of the game. Lukanen, star number three, getting another win, and he made 22 saves. Skinner, star number two, had a goal and two assists. And Dylan Cousins, two shorthanded goals for him. Uh, three shots on goal in 12 and a half minutes of ice time. He is star number one. We'll make Dylan Cousins the electric player of the game, brought to you by Town Ford. When you think of Ford, think of Town Ford. All right, we'll take a timeout here on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame. When we come back, we'll get the scoreboard from Pat. We'll update you on the standings. Did the Sabres get some help with all these other teams in the East playing tonight? We'll see how the standings shake out here. We'll also read some tweets, send them in at Brian WGR. Final score from downtown Buffalo, Sabres 7, Golden Knights 2. I'm Brian Colziel. More postgame right after this from KeyBank Center on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. There will be a slashing call here. here They're going to drop the gloves. Peyton Krebs and Barbashev. Gloves are down. They're tied up. Peyton Krebs down to a knee. Pops back up. Trying to get the right hand free. And down they both go to the ice. Barbashev and Krebs. Peyton Krebs knows how to put a cherry on the Sunday in Buffalo. Dan and Rob there on the call. Peyton Krebs, a little fisticuffs there with Barbashev in the third period when the game was already decided. That's our Clinton Collision hit of the game. Clinton Collision, we're there. 
you need a repair. Welcome back here to KeyBank Center, 7-2 Buffalo. Brian Colziel, Pat Malacaro here on the post game. Let's get our save of the game now. Uko Pekalukinen staying red hot, leading the Sabres tonight. Here's our save of the game. Chandler Stevenson down the right side. To the far side. Oh, oh what a save by Lukinen. He stretched it out to the far post and keeps the game tied at two. Coming a habit in every game for UPL to make showstopper saves like that one. One of 22 stops on the night for Lukanen. Save of the game brought to you by your upstate Honda dealers. To see the exciting all-new Honda lineup, visit your local upstate Honda dealers today. 7-2 Buffalo. Okay, Sabres win. That puts them at 62 points in the standings. Did it get them any closer? Virtually everybody in the wildcard race played tonight. Pat Malacaro, let's uh, see how the out-of-town scoreboard goes, and then... Uh, We'll update those standings here. Let's get the scores from around the NHL. And those scores tonight are brought to you by Alex's Place in Batavia. Oh, man, now I want ribs. A couple of the games ongoing include in late in the third period where the Blue Jackets have a 5-2 lead over Chicago as Johnny Gaudreau has his ninth of the year, Boone Jenner is 19th, two of the five goal scorers for Columbus. 2-2, Dallas and San Jose tied with 7.5 to go in the third stanza there. Just underway, eight minutes to go in the opening period in Calgary, where the Flames retiring Mika Kiprasov's number 34 pregame tonight are scoreless with Pittsburgh in the opening period. Earlier today, the Jets' five unanswered goals helped Winnipeg defeat Carolina 5-3. It was the Panthers' 4-0 winners over the Red Wings. Brandon Montour, a three-point game with a goal and two assists. The Oilers, 2-1 winners over the Kraken. Stuart Skinner makes 24 saves in the victory. Blues, 3 wild one. That's a final. While the Predators dump the Avalanche 5-1. The Rangers get a goal with a minute and a half to go in the third period thanks to Vincent Trocek, but it's not enough. Toronto, the Maple Leafs defeat the Rangers 4-3 in a shootout. Same score. The Lightning come back against Montreal and defeat the Canadiens in that shootout down in Tampa. While the Flyers double up the Senators 4-2. And the Bruins on the wrong end of a 5-1 final tonight as the Islanders dump Boston in New York. Also, AHL action where Belleville defeats the Americans 4-1. And in local college hockey, the opening round of the Atlantic Hockey Conference Tournament underway tonight at Lecom Harbor Center across the street. Canisius taking down Mercyhurst 5-2, while up in Lewiston, Niagara Falls, or the Niagara University Purple Eagles defeat Army West Point 4-1. So both Canisius and Niagara will move on to the quarterfinal round of the Atlantic Hockey Tournament. Tonight, a best uh, winner-take-all. Next round is a best-of-three series, Brian. All right, so good news there for the Griffs and the Purple Eagles, both advancing there uh, in their pre-quarterfinal round. Well, Pat, that was not a good update for no. the Sabres. Sorry. Yeah, Detroit, we know the top of the wildcard standings, loses. That's good news. But then pretty much the rest are all bad. Tampa comes back to win. The Islanders playing Boston tonight. You figure, hey, Boston can help you out. No. Islanders roll them with a 5-1 win. Philadelphia is a team uh, that's sitting at 71 right now. That could be a team that maybe could fall back. They end up winning. Uh, Pittsburgh's in action, as you said, in Calgary tonight. Um, so there's an opportunity there that, obviously, if you're looking for a late game to watch here, you're rooting for the Flames hard in that one. Yeah. Now you talk about the Flyers and the teams in the Atlantic – uh, in the Metro, setting the outside looking in, you know, the Islanders and the Capitals, they're actually closer to the division than they are the wild card based right. on points. So, you know, if the Flyers were to falter, they could fall all the way out of the wild card itself and into 
one or two spots outside of that second wild card. Because both wild cards right now are the Atlantic teams. You're right. Yeah, the Islanders winning. Oof, that's a that, that's a painful one. And Tampa coming back. Those two. So the Sabers still are ten behind, but there's two teams ten behind now with Detroit losing. Detroit, you have three head to head with. Tampa, you have one to head with. Head to head with the Islanders, you have one. Washington, you have two. The Devils, you have one. So you will play these teams. You almost are going to have to go like almost perfect in all those games. Yeah, and again, it's not only just winning those games, but tonight's a great example. You get no help. But even if you got a little bit of help, let's say the Islanders don't win. Well, Tampa still won. The Red Wings are in one of the in the first of the two wild cards. You're trying to chase down the second one. You're not going to get help every night from every single team. That's why it makes it so difficult when you have to climb over three, four, five teams to get into a wild card spot. You're talking about 20 games left. Over those 20 games, not everyone's going to slip up the same time that you're picking up points. Yeah. Sabres, by the way, in terms of goals for goals against this year, almost dead even, 181 to 182. That's a big flip. Yeah. Most of the time, usually the teams that are pluses make it and the teams that are minuses don't. The only team that's a plus right now that's out is Pittsburgh. And that was the anomaly last year, right? The Sabres <laughs> were so far in, in the green in terms of goals yeah. for and goals against and still miss out. And add another thing into the, the conversation of, you know, the anomaly of the Sabres having such a, a, a positive year and still missing the playoffs. Yeah. There's our look at the NHL standings brought to you by Native Pride and Tall Chief Cigars. Stand tall with Native Pride. So, again, if you're looking for a game tonight, you're rooting for the Flames to in beat regulation. the Penguins in regulation for sure. That game 0-0, zero, zero, 6 to go uh, in the first period. Tomorrow, uh, there is some afternoon action in the NHL. Uh, in terms of the games you'd be maybe looking at, TNT has New Jersey at Los Angeles at th excuse me at 3.30. You'd want the Kings to win that one. Um, and then later tonight, or later tomorrow night, beyond the Sabre game, you have Pittsburgh at Edmonton. So those are the only three teams in this wild card. Oh, and then Washington, I'm sorry, Washington plays yeah. at 1. Uh, on NHL Network against Arizona, you'd like the Coyotes to win there, obviously. Side note, for somebody who loves just watching games, and you, if, if you have ESPN Plus, you can get, get most of them anyway, but now the national exposure with the, the TV contracts between ESPN and TNT, every weekend, Saturday and Sunday, now basically you have national games to, to grow your brand. So talk about a league who's trying to you know continue to find new revenue sources and the salary cap going up. I mean, this is exactly what you want to see. And if you're a hockey fan, uh, pretty pretty nice as you get to this time of year when we're not into March Madness yet and the Super Bowl's over. you got that tight window in between, and hockey can fill that void. That's right. Let's finish with our Serve Pro first response from the fans. Serve Pro Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy responds, first and faster to any size disaster. We always welcome your texts after each and every game, or sorry, tweets, and after each and every game at Brian WGR. Uh, Matt says... That uh, Jeff Skinner, no doubt he can score, uh, hoping to make the playoffs here. Skinner has a longer drought than the Sabres do. That's right, all those times when he was with Carolina, they didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a player that would be just begging. Paul asked Gergensen, right. he's never made the playoffs this year too, or ma made the playoffs in his career. He said him and Kevin Adams talked. They know where they're at. He didn't want to reveal it, and that's understandably so, but – um, that's another player that has played a long time that hasn't been in the playoffs. Yeah, and, and you're now getting towards you're on, you're on the back nine of your career. So, do you want to make a run this year and potentially, you know, in, in these next couple of years you might have left to try and chase down a Stanley Cup? 
even though you may like the situation and the, the, your teammates that are going to be here in Buffalo for, for quite a while in that core, uh, it, it is a, an interesting you know, discussion that, that Gergensen's ha- had to have with Kevin Adams. Anthony says, have to go with Lukanen tomorrow. No question he's playing as good as any goalie in the league right now. Yeah, I mean, it just comes down to, uh, like I said earlier, I, I go to Lukanen and just make sure he, he feels physically that he's good to go and you trust him that he's going to give you an honest answer. And if he says yes, then there's no reason not to go right back to him. Yeah, I, you know, the debate of how taxing this game was, if there was 33 shots and you're like, well, was it, was it not? Well, the third, he had to come up with some big saves or Vegas had, you know, some late power play. The third period was the quietest of the three, and he only faced 24. Um, I feel like it does set up that unless you get a total, you know, coach, I, I don't think I'm going to be at my best. Like, unless you're getting that answer, Oopie, you're in, as, right. as Don Granato likes to call him, right? <laughs> right. And then, oh, by the way, you've got two days off before Toronto. So right. it's not as if you've got only one day. It's not three games in four days or anything like that. So you've, that'll come next week. So you've got a couple of days where Lukanen doesn't have to take shots in practice. He can rest and get ready for, for Toronto on, on Wednesday night and get ready for that next set of three and four. All right, so tomorrow we'll be right back here, less than 24 hours away from the Sabres' next game. Winnipeg is the opponent, another very good Western Conference team. Uh, we'll be on the air at 6 o'clock uh, right here on WGR. Did you bring your skates? I see that. It's about the game about to start here. There's a game uh, going on here with, what you know, the, the Bar League version of the Montreal Canadiens jersey, <laughs> yeah. right, on yeah. both sides. The, the white, home and road. The home and the road there. <laughs> Yep, and then a couple of oddball ones, yep. as as every good barley game would have. Yes. right. A couple, uh, couple of oddball. The North Stars. Yes, the old North Stars jerseys. Uh, but most of them look like, yeah, Montreal home and away with uh, everybody's personal spin on it for sure. Those are classic. You know, those red Montreal Canadiens are just, mm-hmm. jerseys are just awesome. The original six, I mean, you, you go down the list, you just, you know, you, you know immediately when you turn on the TV who who's playing when those those teams have are on TV. I think Vegas's uniforms are pretty nice for an expansion team. I think they took the Vegas, you know, glitz and glamour with uh-huh. the gold, but also it's a traditional design. So uh, I I think it's 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 right up what I would maybe want it to be if I was you know, if if I was designing the Vegas jersey. Like you got to have a little glitz and glamour. It's Vegas, right? But at the same time, they're they're not like whacked out in the sense that like. The striping, the pattern, the font, that's all traditional look. And it took a couple of years. The Vegas Gold is an alternate jersey that they wear a lot now. But yeah. even that, the Vegas Gold is a little bit muted for, for the desert tones. And even that, it, it strikes the right chord. In Winnipeg tomorrow, they've obviously gone a, a little brand redesign after the franchise returned after uh-huh. leaving the, to go to Arizona. And then, of course, the Thrasher franchise came back to there. And it's, you know, they I like wear the, the throwbacks. Yeah. I think the... The different shades of blue, I think I'm not in love with. Their new logo is okay. Mm-hmm. I think I kind of like the old one better with the stick. I agree with, and the, 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 you get the, the multiple colors in the deep, the deep blue with the red and the, and the white. Um, you know, smallest building. I don't know if you you kept up on that. Uh, yeah, Gary Bettman was just there last week. Right. There's a lot of talk now of you know, the fan base tickets. Uh, it's a, the smallest arena by seating capacity already. It's just over fifteen thousand there. Yeah. They were averaging right around thirteen this year. At, at times earlier in the year, so not sign of the panic button, but uh, wanted to make sure that look they're not going anywhere. But you've got to start. You got to continue to sell out the building. 
if the team was having a terrible year, that would be maybe understandable. But mm-hmm. they're having a great year, yeah. and they're you know they're one of the big surprises of the West, and they're competing for a division title, for a place that you know is I'm sure you know everybody's obsessed with hockey in Winnipeg. It is a little surprising. I know a lot of people thought, hey, they're going to go through a rebuild, you know, tr- making some trades, uh, you know, even the question of whether Hallebach was going to even be back. And uh, they know ticket sales in the offseason didn't go well, and now, you know, here they are competing. And I yeah. know they're looking to improve all those six-season ticket bases and everything with Winnipeg. Yeah, and, you know, the, the economics of the game, the reason why teams like Winnipeg and, and Quebec left were the economics of, you know, the Canadian dollar against the American and, and being able to c- compete competitively, th- those, those economics just aren't there anymore because of, you know, the salary cap and, and, and all the, the different ways that the league has revenue streams. So um, Winnipeg's not going anywhere. Maybe another franchise that replaced Winnipeg years ago might is in more trouble, but uh, definitely something to keep an eye on. Yeah. Thank you, Pat, for your work tonight. Thanks, Brian. All right. Pat and I will be back here tomorrow, 6 o'clock p- pregame. Uh, Sabres and Winnipeg will have it for you. Uh, right here, leading you up to Puck Drop with Dan and Rob of the Call just after 7. All right, that'll put a wrap here on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show from KeyBank Center. want to thank our crew, Pat Malacaro, Jonathan Colziel, Paul Hamilton, Tom Mattiers, our engineer, Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray on the call, and my name is Brian Colziel. Final again, Sabres 7, Golden Knights 2, and we'll talk to you tomorrow here at 6 with the Winnipeg Jets in town right here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Good night, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.